When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to another fanby.com review podcast. Coming yeah. to you live to tape. Are you okay, Nier? I How do we all all podcasts? Well, no, very few podcasts we do are live to tape. I would say almost none of them, in point of fact. I'm yeah. I'm fine, uh LB Hunk to your social media. Social editor plus for fanbyte.com. I don't remember my own title most of the time. The problem is, though, uh, LB, that I'm just feeling slow. I'm feeling logy. I need, uh, I don't know, like some kind of some some form of caffeine that could could perk me up. Something like a nice, refreshing cup of tea. Is that you getting tea ready? I thought I heard something crumpling. Is that like a tea bag? Yes, that's definitely what it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm also joined. <laughs> I'm also joined by Imran Khan, uh, news editor for Fanbyte.com. Somebody who I know loves a weapon triangle. I mean, I love a weapon triangle. I'm a big fan of weapon octahedrons. Mm-hmm. I think weapon uh, squares are okay, but they're a little uneven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about a weapon diamond? What about a diamond weapon, if you will? Like just. Like a weapon made of diamonds or like just a big diamond you're holding well, diamond, that you're hitting people with? Diamond weapon is a Final Fantasy thing, which is not what we're here to talk about. I am um, Senior Managing Editor for Fanbyte.com. Nerium, I am here to talk about Fire Emblem Three Hopes, a game with tea time and weapons and children piloting mechs. Nope. Children nope. killing each other. That's true, at the very least. They're killing each other with regular weapons and also swords that turn into whips and probably caused an apocalypse or something like that. I think there was a dragon involved. Uh, there's some time travel because this is a Musou game that is a that is loosely based on the events of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is made by those 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 fine folks at Omega Force. Yeah. Okay, great. The workshop for all Musou games. Perfect. Like, other people used to make Musou games. Now they don't. Now it's just Omega Force. Oh, hell yeah. LB, Hung Tears, have you played a Musou game before? Is this your first one? This is my very first one. But you are a huge Fire Emblem fan. Uh, I'm really just a Fire Emblem's Three Houses fan. I haven't played any of the other Fire Emblems. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you know, you But I'm a huge fan of that. I mean, that is the one that... I would like to. I did download an emulator... Um, so I could play one of the GameCube ones, or the only GameCube one? I don't know. There's only one, yeah. Okay, the GameCube one. Um, yeah, there's GameCube and then, and then I couldn't get one. it to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. and then I gave up because it was hard. 
It should be easy enough to find a GameCube in an actual copy. It's only several hundred dollars right now. It's only, I yeah, I think it was like $900. I yeah. that, that GameCube Fire Emblem game was expensive before used video games became way too expensive. Like, I remember that thing going, because they, they just didn't print many copies of it, because Nintendo yeah. was like, nobody gives a fuck about this Fire Emblem shit. And they would just kind of like, they didn't even, there was a time there where they weren't putting every Fire Emblem game out in English. And now Fire Emblem is like one of their biggest, it's certainly right. their biggest on mobile, their big their biggest success with Fire Emblem Heroes, the gotcha game and all that stuff. Each. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've put out every game yeah. since seven, I think. Okay. So like, I think this game especially was like, it was, well, it was on the GameCube, so no one really cared, but also they didn't print that many and it came out the same, I don't know if the same week, but the same month at least of uh, Shadow of the Colossus and I want to say Dragon Ball Tenkaichi Budokai and like those games basically just, basically just ate all the sales that month. Mm, I see. Dragon Ball, Budokai, Tenkaichi, huh? Mm-hmm. Those were big sellers. They they were. They were everything. Dragon Ball is big. Dragon Ball is big. That's true. Fire Emblem is has gotten big, I would say, yes. especially after this. This Not this game specifically, not Three Hopes. Three Hopes Once, probably yeah. sold well, but yeah. Once they brought back fucking... Like Once it became big. Back fucking, they brought back fucking, and they put it in HD, and they put it in the palm of your hand. They brought back face touching, but they were like, "No, Americans can't handle the face touching. We're taking yeah. that part out specifically." But now you can stare awkwardly at Edelgard's chest while she like blushes and looks away while you drink tea together because tea time is a big thing in these games, and it's in Three yeah. Hopes, right? Yeah, you can you can invite people to tea time in that game. And then, like, if you have a perfect conversation, you were, as you mentioned, allowed to stare at them. Okay. And, like, at their face or at their chest. <laughs> so it's a and, Fire like, Emblem game. It's still... You're allowed to... You're allowed to like, here. You're, like, there's several things you can do. I think it's, like, be charming, crack a joke, compliment them, and something else. But, like... Oh, tease. Tease? You, yeah. Tease it's- has literally never made anyone happy every time I've done it. <laughs> and I don't know why that thing is in there. Like, so nobody apparently likes home. to be teased. Because you want to see them go, aww. Well, you you, you tease and like they, they frown and like, well, that's unfair or whatever. I'm yeah, like, hey, it's I don't know what I just said. I don't know what I just teased <laughs> you for. Um, not to completely derail us off of, of this specific conversation, but Imran, you brought up when this game came out and it coming out at the same time as Shadow of the Colossus and Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi. Path of Radiance, yeah. Path of Radiance, sorry. Then there's the Radiant Dawn was the Wii one. Anyway, so on a whim that made me look up like, oh, I wonder I wonder if that's true. It did come out just a few days after Shadow. No, literally the day after Shadow of the Colossus. Right. 2005, October 2005 in video games was wild. Yeah. Fahrenheit, otherwise known as uh, Indigo <laughs> Prophecy to most people. Not a great the, game, but <laughs> it the you know how it's Put like, what's that old line? Like the devil, like. Like convinces you that he's one of the good. I remember the exact fucking line, but that's how David Cage convinced people he was good. Uh-huh. Was the first chapter of Fahrenheit actually really interesting? Mm-hmm. Everything else, just the most insane bullshit. That would, if anyone had ever gotten that far, they would have been like, "This man can never work again." Terrible, terrible, absolutely yeah. garbage. Uh, Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow. Hmm. Yeah. Trauma Center: Under the Knife. I'm starting to remember my trip to Toys R Us for their buy two get. <laughs> But to get one oh, free deal. They were so good about that stuff. I think I, I spent a lot of money that this year when I was doing that. 
we don't have to spend a ton of more time on this. I just want I'll just rattle some of these off. Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil, Black and White 2. Um FIFA came out that that month, obviously that makes sense. Um SSX on tour. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney came out that month. Uh oh, wow. Fear FE a uh, first encounter assault recon fantastic game the warriors the rockstar licensed warriors prequel quake 4 not also not a great game but interesting age of oh, yeah. vampires 3 jack x combat racing shadow of the colossus uh a bad spyro game stubs the zombie fire emblem path of radiance uh, X-Men Legends 2, great game, underrated. Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corner of the Earth, also unrelated or underrated. Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. Oh, hell yeah. Waluigi was the villain in that game. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, Metroid Prime Pinball, Dogs, Best Friends, Battlefield 2, Modern Combat, Call of Duty 2, Driver 3, Civilization 4, Gunstar, Superheroes. It, the list just goes on. Soul Calibur 3. Anyway. LB, tell me about Fire Emblem <laughs> Warriors Three Hopes. You don't want to hear about what I was enjoying in October two thousand five. Was it Resident Evil Four for the no, PlayStation Two? No, it was 2? The Runners Four by Deerhoof. I can't believe oh. that album came out that month. That was what a month! What a I month! Actually, month. yeah, great month. Animal Collective feels. Oh my god, amazing! You know um, what? I'm, I'm I'm nominating October two thousand five for month of the year. <laughs> 2005. Yeah, yeah, month of the year. Or for this year. For this year. Mm, damn. This year already failed. <laughs> no, the month of the the year. Like if we are, we're just looking back and remembering how yeah. great a month that was. Because oh. this this month, this year made us think of it. Interesting. Okay. Ratchet deadlocked. Lego Star Wars the video game. Maybe you've oh. heard of it. The first I, one? I played no. that one. You played you've, that you've mentioned two games that I've actually played. Oh, interesting. Incredible. Did That's I very impressive for 2000s games. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, LB, tell me about Fire Emblem Warriors colon three hopes. You mean this game that I played all three routes of? That's fucking bananas to me. It is absolutely insane. Like this game is <laughs> as long, I think, as the actual three houses. Like each it's route. It's not. It's it's, not. It was like 30 hours, I feel like, for one path. I think. No, but New I Game Plus. 30 hours. New Game Plus goes by much faster. Mm, um, okay, fair. Because, so remember in Three Houses, how there wasn't really anything to spend renown on? Well, there wasn't yes. really anything to spend. You do remember. Okay. Yes. Um, They actually introduced something in this one for you to use your renown on, and it's um, mercenary whistles. so you go into your tent and you open up your journal and you spend your your clout on whistles and then uh instead of having to do all the little battles to get to the big battle per chapter you can just go toot toot and then skip (laughs) (laughs) so it actually goes by really fast just walking through the battlefield with your whistle in your your mouth going toot toot like oh this guy means business i'm out of here they literally (laughs) made a warp whistle that kills <laughs> yeah they did um it's really good and it made it much faster and like because okay i did enjoy the stack of boys that i you get to just like stack them up and kill them um that is i guess the muso mo right the muso mo yeah 
The Musa oh, like that? The MMO. That's what that yes, stands MMO. for. <laughs> the Muso modus operandi. Um, <laughs> if this was a normal episode of the show, that'd be such a great episode title. <laughs> I'm also, I didn't know this was going to be a regular episode. I'm so I still haven't made my 99 potions debut. I still have to wait. I mean, it's not the 99 potions like brand. You didn't do the, we didn't, we didn't, it's not a nine. You didn't say it was 99 potions. We don't get to do the clink at the end. I oh, love, this. I love this show. I love this show. I, this is my favorite RPG podcast. I'll be you're coming on next week too. I'm to ta- talk about to talk about a normal episode. I don't know. <laughs> I'll find something. I'll mail okay. you something. I've done that to other <laughs> members of this staff yeah, before. You have done that. Oh, so this game, yeah, three routes. I played all of them. Uh, each route has two sub routes. Um, so you play as basically like the setup is what if three houses byleth hadn't met the kids and it was instead a different overpowered uh mercenary with a god inside them yeah Mm. it's a (laughs) boy god this time right yeah it's a little kid a little kid okay essentially like i don't don't know what their actual age is but they they they're coded as like a small kid oh voice okay yeah they kind of sound like elizabeth holmes Okay. From Theranos? <laughs> Don't elaborate one bit. <laughs> Wait, Imran, am I wrong? Am I to making this up? <laughs> I don't... Rem- My only, like, physical memory of Elizabeth Holmes is, like, the weird eyes. So I don't know what she sounds like. Who's <laughs> kind of like like a person who has a higher voice who's trying to pitch their voice lower, like this. To I mean, that's a good... an adult. That's definitely an approximation of Arval. The, yeah, the that's what Arval sounds like. Elizabeth I that, Holmes. I don't know that I can agree with Elizabeth Holmes yet, because I don't know. <laughs> the vocal fry is not there, but it's very similar. Um, yeah, and you... The, oh, like, the, so this is the thing, since we're talking about Arval, the, yes. this is the thing we talked about in the in the initial first bite we did. The, his, his voice actor sounds very familiar, but none of us could place it. Oh, yeah, it's, Cle- it's Clementine from Walking Dead. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. LB, that means nothing to you, LB. I nothing assume. to me. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing. No, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, LB. That, I just wanted to bring that one. No, up. but that's very meaningful to probably most people. Yes. Except for so, me, who I refuse to engage in culture. Melissa yeah. Hutchinson, I think, is the name of that that voice actor. The voice actress, yeah. Well, she did a great job of sounding like Elizabeth Holmes. Like a little kid trying to sound like an adult. Which like is Elizabeth Holmes. Well, I mean, if Arval is this like so this is a spoiler cast. Spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this game has been out for long enough to, I don't know, beat the game three times. So I think this is totally fine to talk about. I could have beat also, it more times than that too, honestly. Also, nothing ever happens to the podcast. If you came back this later, it would be fine. That's yeah, not gonna too. be out of date. Imran, which route did you play? Um, I chose Black Eagles for so you did, for this game. You did Scarlet Blaze. Did you get Byleth? Uh yes, but I okay. got I got Byleth because I initially did not get Byleth. So st- 
Miriam, do you remember when like we we went to a retreat basically? And yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, there's a weird mission in Fire Emblem that tells you the story is gonna change if you do this mission or whatever decisions you make this mission. And I have no idea what what they actually wanted from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember you saying, like, I don't know what's going on here, both in person at this Portland thing that we're doing and also <laughs> in the video game. Yeah. And then like I I I f- played a couple of more hours like in my hotel room and I was talking to LB the next day. It's like, yeah, I don't know what decisions were like where, what happened. And LB explains to me, Oh yeah, you did the wrong thing. Like if you want the true (laughs) ending, yeah, if you want the true ending, you, you should have done this, this and this. So I had to go back in like a couple of hours to go do that. Uh. So I did, I did recruit Byleth for what I'm guessing is the true ending. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically in the like in that ending it's revealed that Arval is like the Sothis equivalent of those who sliver, slither in the dark kind of like this big overpowered god type person I think Imran is that what you got from that Yeah he was like a a god it's what those who slither in the dark would have worshiped like they were they were the initial like progenitors of humans. Like they existed before humans, they ruled the earth. And at some point humans took over. So like the thing that Arval is, was like a, like not a spinoff, like a growth on one of those things that like eventually somehow got its way into your main character. Uh, how do you pronounce that? Shay? Shez? Shez, right? (laughs) Shez, but no, it's Shay now. <laughs> like, like a French house. Yeah, like shit. Like, like, like shit. Fire emblem. Oh, she fire emblem. Ah, The first fire emblem protagonist to be French. This is huge. <laughs> that Actually, can't be that's true. true. There must Pro- be a French accent fire emblem character. That must exist. A protagonist? I mean, Ike's original name was Paris, but that was a an Odyssey reference, not a yeah. not a French thing. Yeah, well, this is yeah. So I, much. Congrats I, to Shay. I can't think of anyone that I'd be like that guy's French. Got like, as, as far as protagonists go. Okay, sorry. I I do need to point out. Okay, I just googled French Fire Emblem character, and mm-hmm. I think it's just pulling up this character because um, the SEO for their French voice actor is really good, but they're. <laughs> Uh, their French name is Gatorade, mm. which is very funny to me because it looks like Gatorade. But it looks like that the character's funny. name is Gatorade. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm interrupting again. Le Gatorade. Ah, c'est Gatorade. Moi. It is time to be a child because of the children. Eh? You understand? <laughs> oh my Do God. you think <laughs> if, if somebody had never tasted wine and you put Gatorade into like a wine glass... Would they would they be like, this is not wine, this is Gatorade? Or they'd be like, yeah, wine tastes kind of like how I expected. Here's the thing. I think Gatorade tastes a little bit like wine. <laughs> Already. I think I've had both. And I, if you put both in front of me, I could tell the difference. But, I, can, I mean, I well, can tell the difference blue. I don't like wine. <laughs> Only Gatorade blue is blue. There's different colors There's of Gatorade. There's different colors of Gatorade, and they have different flavors, and some of them are more wine-like than others. I'm going to just fall to pieces right now. <laughs> I you need mean, some electrolytes? Are you about to pass out? I can get you something to drink. 
the thing is, I, I want to try this now. I want to do like wine or Gatorade as like a test, like mm-hmm. like the old Pepsi challenge. Mm-hmm. Next time we're in person, fanbite yes. outside too. We're doing wine or Gatorade. Wine <laughs> it's gonna be in the fanbite cup. We gotta tell Nikki to add it to the literature. <laughs> Oh, what the <laughs> fuck were we talking about? <laughs> French fire emblem yes. characters. Okay, but something I did do um, is I commissioned my friend Remus to uh, draw Sylvain Gautier, who's French, a little French coded Gautier, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As French Formula One driver Pierre Gasly from two of Pierre Gasly's Instagram posts, um, <laughs> and they're really good, but you can't see them. <laughs> You have to trust me. You have to trust me that um, this I, that it's very funny because Pierre Gasly is the Sylvain of Formula One, and Paul, who's producing, you need to trust me that Sylvain is the Pierre Gasly of Fire Emblem. So everyone okay. laugh. <laughs> so that that gives me a great pit lane, you might say, because it lets me kind of divert over to to ask about. Okay, so who? are your like who are your powerhouse characters in this one everybody when you play these like uh musou games especially the modern spin-offy ones where the characters tend to play a little bit more differently like zelda plays very differently than everybody else in the in the uh, most recent fire emblem warriors games that sort of stuff who were your like mvps who, who do you just keep rolling with uh for me it was lysithia who is like basically a nuclear weapon in in magic little girl form like you, she has a magic stat that goes probably well beyond anyone else in the game. So all you really do is like you point her at the enemy and just start shooting, and you pretty much won everything. So I'll you be- liked playing as a magic user. I I brought her in when I needed magic users, and like she would pretty much destroy everything. It's like I think the the most like actual broken character is Shez. Yeah, because Shez is just like they have it. They're yeah, like Bylet twins. Was. Yeah. They're twins. Actually, Byleth is not, like Byleth is pretty broken, but Shez is just like so much faster without giving up literally any strength. So yeah. you can just tear through the the trap you could fall into very easily in that game is just using Shez for everything. And I tried to only limit Shez to like story chapters because they are so much better than everyone else. Yeah, that's the Shez is way way too strong, and in New Game Plus that gets. It just it gets silly. Does the game get it's, harder in New Game Plus, or is it just like the no. same difficulty? Okay. <laughs> no, you can you can I amped the difficulty, but it was still like <laughs> because the levels didn't reset, so everyone's just <laughs> wait incredibly so over leveled. Are you just like, like a level ninety nine and they're level one? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Great, good, good job, video games. <laughs> so my powerhouses were. Um, so the first route I played was, uh, Azure Gleam, which is the Blue Lions route. So, like, my perfect little baby Felix was just as overpowered and broken (laughs) in, uh, Three Hopes as he is in Three Houses. Are you laughing because you're remembering the cake that I sent you? I am laughing because I remember the cake that you sent me. It's really good. Okay, I don't know anything about this cake. I feel like now it needs explanation. Okay, I uh, we we were in a huddle on Slack the other day. I mentioned this cake someone had made of Felix Fire Emblem. Oh right, okay. I thought you literally sent near a cake. Yeah, I sent near. Oh, oh my all, god, all Felix! <laughs> that would be amazing. Just like out of nowhere, just okay. like happy birthday. Here's Felix. So did you see the cake though, Imran? Mm. That's what it was. 
Okay. It was cake made. It was a cake made to look like Felix oh, Fire. Oh, okay. I did see not the see. The, I did not Never actually mind. see the. Okay, okay, I'm putting it in. I'm putting it in Slack and stand up uh, without any without any explanation. Now I need the, the listeners to know because with. This, with, this is an audio medium. I need them to know that this is a picture that this is like an imp- post impressionist painting of <laughs> Felix Fire Emblem in cake form. This is not like those things where it's like, oh, look at this TikTok where somebody made a cake or, or here's somebody like driving a car but they step outside of it and it's actually made of chocolate cake and fondant no this looks like a, this okay, looks so good. like so a homestuck character I need to also look up Felix Fire Emblem because like <laughs> I need to know like is the thing in his crotch a thing like mm-hmm. in the character design that's his cape that's the back of his that's his Imran, cape showing through at the bottom that was the first Mira thing asked I asked the same me. question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why is there a big white mass between Felix's legs but everyone needs to know is that it's just kind of a cake in a kind of vague boy shape with a big frowny <laughs> a face. Vague boy shape. Um, holding kind of like a silver baseball bat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looks like in like kind of a cookie monster colored outfit um, with some detailing. And then what his looks legs like, like, like really a bunch of cream cheese apart. between his legs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's man spreading a lot because... That's what he he looks like he's about to leap up and be like, you can't catch me. I'm Felix. <laughs> it's a really good cake, though. Like, it gets his vibe perfectly. <laughs> um, he was my powerhouse character Great. in uh, Ezra Gleam. In uh, Scarlet Blaze, it was Ferdinand. Um, other, and my other best boy. And who was it in Golden Wildfire? Was it... Um, Oh, I really like I playing brawlers was actually really, really fun in this. Who's your like, brawler? Punch uh Balthus. You can get like you can get the um the Ashen Wolves. Mm, Grey yeah. Wolves, Ashen, wolves, uh, Ashen uh, wolves in all the routes. They're the DLC Balthus characters from three houses for people. So yeah. fun. And I yeah, actually didn't know who any of them were, so they're all just weirdos. <laughs> That's they're what really they are in the base though. game. <laughs> they are, yeah. I yeah. feel like I got a better sense of them in this game than I did in the in the DLC mm, for okay. uh, three houses. They literally like live in the sewers, right? Like that's the, yeah, the, the, they like, the whole vibe. They live in the like, they're the goth kids like like they're like oh we're, we're from the abyss we live for the abyss kind of thing. Well, they're all like okay, so um, Yuri is like a mob boss. Um, He's the head of their house. Balthus is a, he's Hilda's brother's bestie, but he's on the run from um, bounty hunters because he has so many gambling debts and is constantly offering to take off his shirt to improve people's day. Um, Also, while we're talking about Balthus, he's uh a student, right? Because he looks 45 (laughs) years old. (laughs) It's unclear. No, it's quite short. (laughs) I think he is a student, yeah. But you can be a student at the Officers Academy and be an adult, like Hubert. <laughs> well, Byleth is kind of that. Wait, is Hubert in, in an adult? Hubert's like 21, 22 at the start of the game. Start of the game. I assumed him and Edelgard were like born around the same time. They're like, you work for her now. Yeah, probably. I mean, Edelgard's like. I think she's like three years younger. Yeah. Yeah. When, she, when the game starts. And they were like, Hubert, see this baby? You have to take care of it. And he was like. <laughs> little boy Hubert like yes I will also sorry I (laughs) I would be honored to have this task of protecting this baby with my life I I, I'm sorry again derailing but it's at least about Fire Emblem at this point like that I Uh I still have like just unrequ un un uh, filtered un 
dealt with rage over the mm-hmm. fact that like that that Yuri is not a non non binary character in the same way that a lot of other people get mad that um, Claude is not a bisexual romance option in these games. The fact that Yuri is like this androgynous weirdo who lives in the sewer with purple hair is not like the first NB Fire Emblem character is it, it's enraging to me because I'm looking at pictures of Yuri again right now. Anyway, that's my soapbox. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> I mean, you got it. I think they they were looking at, they were doing looking at the market research, right? The fire at Fire Emblem HQ uh, back in 2019. They were looking market research. They were the meetings. They were you know looking at the powerpoints, opening up like video like anime hotties, uh, industry weekly, whatever the like variety you know is for that industry. And they were like, we, we didn't we forgot to put a femboy in. We fucked up. So mm. they did that because like that's the they were, they went for that mode and they never do that. Right. None of these games do. They yeah. never make them non-binary. They're always just like, I'm the most feminine boy you've ever seen. That's what I'm saying. Though, Beautiful. But like, after the way that this game, like, like that original game, not three hopes, a game that we're still not talking about, despite the fact that this is a three hopes spoiler cast. <laughs> we're talking about it. Um, the fact that, like the the way that that like took over the internet by storm or whatever like that the the amount of like attention that DLC would have gotten like I feel like would have been way way higher like because like, most people I feel like did not play that DLC because like me they put 175 hours into the base game and we're like I am never touching this video game again yeah same I. I was like, I I had grand plans. I was going to do every like everything, and then like I would bring it around the DLC at some point. Never happened. It just, it was like, ah, right, I'm good. I don't think I need to go through Dimitri's or uh, Edelgard's path. Right. Yeah. I mean, I played it and said yeah. I need to yeah. go to the sauna immediately. Um, but that's me. That's you. Um, and I was captivated by this game. Um, and was once again with three hopes. Uh. Because yeah, I played, despite the fact I that it's very different gameplay. Very much. Very different gameplay. I missed anim- I miss anime chess so much. Mm. Um, so much that I went back and tried to play Three Houses again, but I'm still so sick of every one of those battles because um, I <laughs> yeah. played each of them so many times yeah. that I tried to figure out how to emulate GameCube and it didn't work. But that's how <laughs> desperate I was for anime chess. Oh, I'll set you um, up. That'll be after Thank this. you, Nier. Thank you. I definitely wasn't complaining strategically. <laughs> In front of my smartest <laughs> friends. That's the real anime chess. Imran and Nier would help me. <laughs> exactly the real anime chess. Um, um, and then who... So yeah, Balthus is very fine in Golden Deer because he's got... Him and Holst is... Holst's brother, but Holst is also really fun. Um, Hilda's older brother who shows up and is just this like pink-haired skull man. He looks kind of like John, John Cena had pink hair. <laughs> he's very John Cena like yeah, I um, saw him occasionally I'm like who the, who the hell is this and like he doesn't come up much in the Black Eagle route no yeah, he I've never he's heard great, of this though. guy okay so you remember Hilda I remember Hilda's friend do, do you know John Cena from Fortnite <laughs> oh John, John Cena, Cena from, from Fortnite, Fortnite. yes, yeah. yes but I've never seen him weirdly enough <laughs> it's very good and that's why you didn't see him that's why um, Imran didn't see him much in uh, in Scarlet Blaze Right. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do, do. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, yeah, I think those were my. Pa- I found it. I had a hard time with archers. I had a hard time with magic users. Like 
actually playing as them. I really liked sending them off to do things, though. Mm-hmm. I loved the amount of this game that's like delegating. Yeah, yeah. you're in menus, menus for like half the game. Oh, I love menus. Shocking. I love <laughs> menus. I had so many menus to play with. They have, oh my gosh, and there's like, you can upgrade the whole camp. So there's menus for that. There's menus for upgrading um, all your units, like different skills and abilities. There's menus for different supplies you have to build things and trade them for other things. <sighs> yeah, it's menu heaven. <clears throat> yes, there's there's so many menus that you like, there's a menu so you don't even have to walk around the camp. Just oh, like, just gosh. press this menu and get it, go right to the place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of games are kind of getting around towards that, too. And in the last couple of years, Monster Hunter does that same thing. It's yeah. great. I never it's fun walk to walk around the camp once. Yeah. After that, I just care less and less to the point where by the end of it, I was, wasn't even talking to anybody. It's like, all right, I just got to go increase this supply, or the supply depot so I can get more things from them. Right. Yeah. So the actual gameplay of this game does not sound like it's super, super difficult, but it sounds like there's a lot to do if you just want to do it for the sake of doing it. You can. So I remember a lot of these games having almost like a and I think it was even literally the last Fire Emblem Warriors game that they put out having like almost gotcha like mechanics, not gotcha in the sense of like you pull for characters, but like the idea of like, I've got 600 uh, rusty swords. I'm just going to feed all these rusty swords to my good sword and that'll level it up. Is there like a lot of equipment and managing your characters in that way and like kidding them out so that they're like good? Or are you just mostly worrying about their levels and their, their skills? I mean, you can do that. What I did is like, I was learning enough good weapons that like, I just, hit optimize every so often things worked out. Mm-hmm. Like if you want like the stronger weapons, you can go through and just, you know, improve your thing and like make sure your blacksmith has better resources and all that jazz. But like at the end of the day, most of that game is I'm going to swing sword at guy and he'll die. And it works out regardless of as long as you're not using the starting weapon, it's probably going to kill him eventually. I powered up Hilda's um, crest axe her hammer, her big disgusting weapon Mm -hmm. so much that she was at, I think eventually a better character than Shez Mm. just Just in terms of of like damage done. Also, I had her on a wyvern, so she was really fast. Mm. Um, Oh, so they do that. You have flying units and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's flying units and there's stuff that you can only access if you're a flying unit. Um, Interesting. There's traps that you can, you know, avoid if you're a flying unit. There's Is that just like a hover? It's not like you're actually like, you know, going layer style, just moving around the whole battlefield, I assume. Oh yeah, it's a it's a hover. It's, it's a, a hover, hover, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can kind of glide sometimes. It's nice. 2005, the release date of Lair. <laughs> it's not true. Anyway, that's a joke for that's, like yeah. six people who remember Lair. That's before the PS3 came out, so Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh Lair. Let's just talk about Lair. You want to the do, original oh, Musou game. We should do a, we should stream Lair. Anyway, so I think like uh, more so than the gameplay and stuff like that, I think I like, okay, we can get that out of the way. What people care about is they, with the Fire Emblems and their, their little kids and their, their, their paper dolls that they mush together and make now kiss. How's the, how's the kissing? How's the, how's the support conversations? How's there's, all that stuff? There's no kissing. There's, what? there are zero smooches in this game. What? You you get an item that will like solidify your bond with someone, but all that does is like 
you give it to them, they're like, wow, we really are bonded. And then you get their special skill. And there's kind of no reason to give it to anybody besides the pilot because <laughs> pilot has like the yeah. best special skill period. Mm. But like, that's pretty much it. Like I, 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 I held on that item cause I was assuming that like, oh yeah, I will give this to Edelgard and she'll love me. And like that, then what? <laughs> like I'll be the emperor. And, but no, it's just that you get their skill. That's it. Hmm. She writes you a letter afterwards and says, "War is going good. I miss you. I'm so glad we're pals." Like Shaz kisses no one. I think you can flirt a little bit, and some of the, like in some of the supports, Shaz can kind of flirt, and some of the characters will flirt back. Not yeah. all of them. Um, and then again, like some of the supports, you can get with like other characters. You can they can feel kind of flirty, but. Most of them aren't, and there's no like uh, ending epilogues like they have in three uh, houses. It'll yeah. seem like, and Why? they got married. There's no marriage. Why do you think that is? Like, that seems like such a weird omission when that's like the thing that people push through 175 hours of mostly. I would say there there is more not great combat in Fire Emblem just because of the way the difficulty curve goes um, than there is good combat in Fire Emblem. The new one. Hmm. I would guess, like, if I had to guess on some, like, probably Intelligent Systems is like, hey, you can do a lot with this, just don't do your own romances. Like, we don't want Mm. that, we don't want that out of our control. Okay. Uh, and granted, I guess Koei Tecmo actually did, but Intelligence, yeah. I believe, wrote three right, houses. Right. They just, so. like, did the part where they had to make a video game. Yeah, but... I, that that would be maybe my guess. Otherwise, I don't really know why there's no romance in that game. It seems like a a <laughs> weird omission. I have a theory, mm. um, which is the people who are diehard, diehard, diehard into Three Houses are the primary market, probably, or a or a primary market for Three Hopes, right? Mm-hmm. For an important market, I don't know. There's somebody they don't want to get mad. Um, most of those people are very invested in their Byleth romances from Three Houses. Huh. And those are the ones that feel like true and canonical and important to them. Um, and they don't want anything getting in the way of like Byleth and Edelgard. I can see example. it. That's but my also, guess. also, Shez romancing any of these people is way less creepy than Byleth doing it. Wherein the power dynamic alone, real weird, but also the fact that Byleth is several years older than pretty much all these people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in this universe, though, like Byleth was never their teacher either, so it'd be less weird in this version Byleth of that. Has, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think it turned out. So the thing is, I got fed, right? Like. <laughs> I was fed, so I'm happy. Okay. Like the, what, what like the Hubert you? Ferdinand A supports fantastic. Um, the uh, oh my god, the Dimitri Felix A support is insane. Literally, Felix carries Dimitri to bed. In that <laughs> okay, one. that's really good. That's really and his, good. But, but because of the height difference, Dimitri's feet are dragging on the floor. <laughs> um, Edelgard has like a girl stalker. Uh huh. Yeah. Who at first I was like, oh wow, they put like a like a that's amazing they put this queer character in. And I'm like, no, it's not really that she's a queer character; it's that she's just insane. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> she's an mean, insane character. But I'm like, like, wow, they put this insane character, and in, that's great. They're a lot less subtle about Shamir being queer in this game. Yeah. 
Like um, she is straight up like, yeah, th- this other, I have a lady stalker too. She's been trying to kill me. Also, I'm in love with Catherine. And like, that's it. There, there's no, I think also they didn't want you to romance characters who are very unambiguously gay in this game. Yeah. Mm. Um, they, so yeah, there's, it's just not that there's a lot more like friendly. I think that like the, the like Lysithia Hubert, a support or their support line is wonderful. Um, mm. and is mostly about, I mean, it's about a lot of things that includes Hubert sneakily like sneaking vegetables into the food mm-hmm. at the like Hubert not, like mega spy super murderer. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. his what he's very concerned with is making sure this little girl eats her veggies. Really good. Really <laughs> She's very game. good at magic, but she hates vegetables and she needs her yeah. vitamins. Yeah, so he's like, cookie, and you point her at an army and she kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, she literally catches him like scheming with the cooks and shit, like. Like, <laughs> she didn't know she was eating vegetables. It's wonderful. <laughs> like, it's adorable. Um, and like, mm. je- like yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that that I really, really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, it's less romancy and more just like buddies. Yeah. I think the reason that kind of throws me off a little bit is because if you're going to do stuff like that, they've made Musou games like this that are spin-off games where it's just like, okay, we're going to have a, like another, the not necessarily the continuing adventures of these characters, but another adventure that is kind of a side story to, to what they were doing. And we're going to get to have some fun little moments with the established stuff that we've already had. Persona 5 Strikers, I think, is a really good example of this, of, of a game that is like, yeah, it's kind of a sequel, but really it's just more of a, uh, you know, it's Persona 5 Gaiden kind of thing. And we get to just have these characters just kind of goofing off and doing stuff, but not necessarily pushing the major plot forward. This is like, we created our own unique timeline with our own unique characters where we're going through basically the, all those events again in a multiverse of Fire Emblem and not really doing anything particularly. I mean, it sounds like it's doing good stuff with it, but it's just like not doing anything like different with it. I mean, every route you someone kills a family member. Okay. That's pretty big. Ferdinand kills his dad. Yeah. Actually, I was like, oh, I can't wait for this scene to pass, pay off later. It's like, no, it just doesn't come up again. Ferdinand kills his dad, and that's the end of his arc. It's like, I he, did it some comes shit. Up in his, it comes up in his supports if you do his supports. Oh, yeah, it's one more support thing of him, like, just working too hard, and Chez is like, hey, uh, you just murdered your dad. Maybe you take a break? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did his dad have uh, bad vibes? His, his dad, dad was betrayed the crown. Yeah, okay. his dad overthrew Edelgard's father and, like, helped enable the uh, Crest's experimentation um, oh. that killed all of Edelgard's siblings and yeah, shortened Lysithia's life yep. and yeah, all that stuff. Um, and collaborated with those who slither in the dark, whether he did it knowingly or unknowingly. Um, and yeah, it's great. Uh, Claude kills his half-brother, um, mm. who is an incredible character design, the cuntiest character in the game by far. Which is saying something because there's some there's very a lot cunty of cunty designs in this game. Yeah, like every every single story mission, it's like, hey, we're here to rescue this guy. <laughs> He's a bitch. Like he will run at the first sign of anything. We need to make sure he does not die. <laughs> I, I, I try on a flag, baby. My man's back. 
We're talking about him again. Second podcast appearance on Fanbyte in 2022. Let's go. House of Legathon. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that guy. And uh, um, Bernadetta's dad is also like a super coward. Um, yeah. Also like kind this- of like seemingly abusive to Bernadetta because she does yeah. not want anything to do with him. Well, I mean, that's revealed in uh, Three Houses. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he yeah it, would lock her up and stuff. So yeah, yeah you can let of, him die of, also with no with no consequences. A lot of fraternal regicide in this game, basically. Yeah, and Dimitri beheads his uncle in uh, his route as a, as he's still a teenager when he does that. Actually, mm. well, that's I mean, this real early great, on. Actually, so I take back everything yeah. I said. <laughs> so I mean, like there are these you do get these big moments. Um, it's interesting to me that Edelgard doesn't. I guess she doesn't have any family members left, or. Yeah, she doesn't have any like real family oh, members really? left because her uncle, who's the who was the regent, is actually an imposter. Um, in oh. the final battles against him. Wait, is he a one of Blah 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 Slither Dark? Yeah, he said he's a those who slither in the dark. Uh, Do you imposter. think when they first localized those who slither in the dark, they thought they'd have to say it three hundred times over the next two games? Because <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> oh. it's like the worst that like it's it's never not stupid when they say it. <laughs> Like when Hubert is giving like this, like nickname. very impassioned, we, we have we're yeah. gonna take over this country, but also we must watch out for those who slither in the dark. I'd be like, hey, hey, question, what the fuck are you saying? I mean, at least it works for him because he's like like that. But when, other, when like <laughs> yeah, Chez like says that. it, it's like yeah. you would never say this. You're a normal person. <laughs> Chez is a weird little fucking. I don't know. I love the the Chez designs of this because like it is just like them leaning all the way into just like over designed bimbo type character archetypes. Like Byleth is always like very stoic to me in a weird in a way that is like very funny sometimes and if you like mostly in fan art i will say a lot of characters like to to present um byleth as like unfazable um in a way that is very fun and shez just seems like way more of an idiot well byleth is in mostly is just learning how to feel human emotions uh when they get to garrick mock um in three houses the first time they cry is when their dad dies. Yeah. Ever. Um, because they don't about have a that. human heart. They yeah. have a crest stone in there instead. And Shez is just like normal. <laughs> it's a normal yeah. person <laughs> with just a god in them. So it's like they're very fun and their supports with like the rowdy boy characters are very fun because they're just like, we're rowdies together. Yeah. Let's fight. Let's do it. <laughs> it's fun. Like Caspar and Shez are very fun together. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Because they just want to work out. So, story-wise, I have also heard that there's maybe, like, the game goes some places and then pulls back from actually doing anything with the places that it attempts to go? I've only done one route, but that's accurate for the route I have played, where in in the true ending, you find out all this stuff with Arval, and it goes like, this weird thing where, like, literally... Shez and Edelgard and Dimitri and Claude all like go to like a weird pocket universe Mm -hmm. where it's just those four alone fighting like the the weird alien god thing that is like pulling the strings the entire time. And then you do that, and then the next battle is just like, okay, we're going back to Garrick Mach and we're gonna kill Rhea. It's like, okay, that that feels like a step down pacing-wise, I think. I mean to to like it honestly feels like the exact opposite of again maybe a maybe not a totally weird uh, comparison because they have some shared DNA but like the Persona games usually do the exact opposite where it's like yes. we've taken down 
the human enemy the human enemy and oh it turns out that actually the human enemy was working for like the physical personification of suicidal depression or something like that who lives as a meteor who's about to hit earth i can see why they wanted to do it this way because like if you did it first where like raya or edelgard kills raya and those slither in the dark and just like okay all my goals have been accomplished oh no it's the evil god guy like it feels like there's no real motivation anymore but also it's just so weird that literally you are in like magic space and you're fighting like the sh- clone versions of yourself and like the, everyone's combating on like maybe we should just fight each other like fight ourselves and like so we don't accidentally kill each other like you're and then you fight like the fake byleth and a fake shez and all that it feels so final bossy. Hmm. It does. And th- and then all of a sudden, like, okay, we're back. Uh, and and, and like, hey, Shez, uh, you seem real evil, but we're gonna forgive you because we still have some shit to do. Mm. And it, it just, yeah. it's so weird and out of no, or uh, out of sorts. It's very weird, and that is the but that's the true ending for all the routes. That doesn't. <laughs> so it doesn't do anything where it's like. And it connects in back into the main universe or whatever. It's just total like, nope, this is just our spin on what could have happened that didn't. There's like a weird line Edelgard has once to, I think, Monica, where she's like, I feel like in another universe we would have lost you. So like it seems to imply this is just an alternate universe and that's yeah. it. That's all that's happening. That's kind of a bummer. Not that everything um, needs to be like uh, multiverse Marvel, type stuff, yeah. but but also at the same time, like I don't know. Th- at that point, just make a different game with different characters, or or make again, make it a side story, make it canon, and just I like mean, have different stuff going on. I, I don't know how much of uh, Age of Calamity you played, but it kind of pulls the same thing where it like all the marketing sort of implies this is a prequel to breath of the wild that shows you how breath of the wild, like came to be. But as you get further and further into that game, you realize what actually happened is somebody like the little robot from the beginning of the game came back in time. And it's basically created a separate timeline, right? It can't, the robot came back and saved John Connor and now Terminator two happens. Yeah. So like link never fails. He actually like succeeds in defeating Ganon before he's revived. Right. Weird. That's just, I don't know. There's something about that that just feels like weirdly like I guess that's that's just like fan service to a certain degree. And like Fire Emblem is no stranger to fan service. And the like, I think fan service has like a place to. I also think it's Nintendo going, hey, this is a spinoff. Don't fuck with the main story. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Uh, just also another thing that like Nintendo is notorious for being like, hey, don't don't play with our toys too yeah. much. You you can have your own story on the side. It's just not the same thing as the, our mm-hmm. thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't mind, honestly. I, I have no issues with this being a different canon and a different yeah, continuity. Um, I just would have liked the ending to be more <clears throat> satisfying um, because right. I did play all three routes and I was hoping, like, I would get, like, in three houses, what makes playing all the routes and sinking all of that time into it. Yeah. Um, what makes it worthwhile is that you have to play all of them to get the full story. Um, and in three hopes, you don't get anything different. Um, really? Yeah. In the three, in the, the three different routes. Yeah. Um, you get the same information about those just slither in the dark in, uh, I played Azure Gleam, um, without Byleth and in that one, you don't go to the pocket dimension and, hmm. uh, you just, um, 
you just fight the Empire uh, as led by Ferdinand's dad and Edelgard's fake uncle um, while she's in kind of like a fugue state and kind of save her and leave her just kind of. And it, but the ending is like kind of open ended to that it's one. It's a bad ending is what it kind of says. Yeah, like. it's a bad ending, which is fine. But capital then also B, the true B, ending, <laughs> the true ending, the war of like what happens after the wars to like the continent is also a very unclear. Mm. Does that one not go into like the monster Edelgard stuff that the three houses w- route did? They, can you see her for a second? Either she shows up at one point, but then she's normal again. It's very confusing. Hmm. Um, maybe if you, maybe if I had done the true ending with that, I would have gotten something more. Um, because you do get slightly different things like, uh, in, uh, Azura Gleam in the bad ending route, like the, the plot diverges a few chapters before the ending. So like Rodrigue dies, um, in that one. And I assume, uh, similar characters die in the other two routes, depending on like, I don't know who that character would be for those. Maybe, maybe Holst for, um, for Goldmop. I could probably look this up, but I'm not going mm. to, cause the typing sounds would <laughs> destroy the microphone. Um, but yeah, it's like, there are these really big emotional moments in the, in each of these routes, they all have them. Um, and the story's really good and the writing for the paralogs and a lot of the supports is excellent, but it just feels like, yeah, at the end, it kind of fizzles out. Yeah. It's, there's not really a, a much of a story, I think, for three, like it kind of counts on you having played three houses. Yeah. Because if you play through Edelgard's path, it's not really told to you why you really want to kill Rhea. Just, it's completely like, unclear. <laughs> Like honestly, it feels mean spirited at some point. Like we're we're gonna hunt this lady down. Like why 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 are we trying to kill her? And then at the end, she turns into an evil dragon. Which like okay, fine. But like it's it's weird that how you the whole game is just pursuing her that and sh- you're never told why in any capacity. Yeah, for some in uh, the Golden Deer route, it's actually much clearer why he wants to kill Rhea. Mm. Oh, um, weird. The Golden Deer which route is the, is the she one with in- all the answers. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's that well, it's, well, it's the, he, she invented racism. So, I mean, that's pretty good reason to want to destroy the church. Um, but, like, that felt like a more, com- like, that that route, the reasoning felt more compelling. Also, that it would, like, stop the war and it's more, it makes, like, more sense strategically. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, like, when you're not told anyone's motivations, everyone seems like a, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. Like, everyone feels like Hubert, which, like, it's fine when Hubert's doing it, but nobody else, like, somebody else should go, okay, here's why we need to kill Dimitri and Rhea. Yeah. And, like, even with Dimitri, it's especially strange because you don't really kill him in that route. I don't know if you kill anybody else in the other routes, but with Dimitri, after you do the pocket dimension thing, everyone just kind of agrees to, like, all right, we'll see you later. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if they kill, if you kill Dimitri in the, in the bad end. I'm very curious about that. Mm. Um, and it, it seems I, weird to me too. Cause like one of the things that fire emblem actually does well, and maybe does not always understand that it's doing as well as it is, or doesn't care that it's doing as well as it is, is that a lot of the pieces, especially after you explained some of this stuff to me during that first bite, LB, it's mm-hmm. like 
a lot of these pieces like fit together really neatly. And it's like, oh, that character hates this person because his country was, you know, a spit off a spin-off of this country that like had this political difference 500 years ago, and everybody thought that country was going to go away and die, but actually they found like minerals over there and they became like a, a genuine rival. I'm making this up, but I mean, there's just like a lot of there's a lot more lore and backstory to the way that the like logistics of the f- three hopes or three houses world works. That than you would necessarily expect. Hmm. What? Yeah. And I think they could have reminded us of more things. I think Scarlet blaze actually like had this problem more than the other two. Um, maybe they were, they assumed like more people played that route or they just fucked up. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I think less was explained there. Um, and I think that was the weakest route in terms of like overall storyline as much as it, it, Partially because it did just give Ferdinand, like, a really good storyline. And Edelgard didn't really get one. Huh. I mean, am I... Did you... Uh, Imran, do you think Edelgard got, like, a as good of a storyline as Ferdinand did? In- Not really. Ferdinand has a whole arc. Edelgard yeah. feels there to, like, support everyone else's arcs. And just doesn't really have... doesn't have much on her... Like, they occasionally go into the, it's very hard to be a leader. I am doing this for X reasons. Like, she has, like, bio data, but she doesn't have any, like, real plot or anything beyond that. She's just, like, kind of cool looking, and that's the flag, the banner in which you go to war on. Yeah. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, whereas Claude, like, has much more of a route, or a route, uh, like an arc. Um, Dimitri has a really good arc, I think. Um... Yeah, I thought like the Azure Gleam bad end story was really good. Um, even the, like with the exception of the way it just kind of fizzles out sadly. But actually, even the way it just kind of fizzles out sadly, like very much worked for me as kind of this melancholy, like sad thing of cosmic missed opportunities. Type thing, yeah. Yeah, mm. I, which I like. Um, but like his whole thing is like he's not he has both his eyes and never became a feral crazy person. Um, His chest got an eye patch. (laughs) Yes. Like the the lion on his chest got an eye patch because girls are watching and he needs to look cool. (laughs) (laughs) He has a little ponytail too. It's very cute. So tiny. It's like the babyest. Like, you know, when you've like cut your hair too short and you're like, and then you finally grow it out long enough to just put it in like the babyest little ponytail, but you're so proud of it that you do it. Mm-hmm. That's his ponytail. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I'm sure Imran knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> he lo- he looks like a like a Los Angeles yoga teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he kind of does though. It's true. Like mm-hmm. he gets a really good like he gets a really good arc um, about like learning how to take care of himself and de- de- I'm a dork so i am i love like you need to depend on your friends we're all in this together stories i'm like yeah you're right mm. but um that cursed image thing of everybody holding the milk you know that says like that really like shonen protagonist how am i ever gonna hold all this milk shonen protagonist <laughs> friends together we can hold all the milk like that gets me every time do you know do you have any idea what i'm talking about do you know that meme? i've never seen it but i got enough from the description of it <laughs> okay 
think. No, I'd never seen it either, but like the the second you said meme about holding milk, I'm just like, I know exactly where this is going and how this must work because I just know how, because my brain is poisoned and I know how the internet works and what the internet latches onto. And I Googled it and it's exactly what I pictured. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's basically the Blue Lions route, which, or arc, whatever, which I really Mm. like. I always respond well to that. I mean, I wrote about is the laundry fun? thing. <laughs> oh, the laundry. Okay, so what's about? Let, let's talk about the side stuff a little bit. Like there is, there is tea time. There is. Is there anything? Well, else, they're technically really? excursions. They're excursions. Um, they're picnics. Picnics. Okay. Yeah, where there happens to be tea. Where they're yeah. like, but they don't call so it. They're like, you don't get a message that says perfect tea time. Is the thing. Uh, like what? The thing is, when you when you take a tea set with you on an excursion, the other person knows what's up. That's the thing. <laughs> they they know the expectations <laughs> they have here. It's no true. one's confused about what's going on. <laughs> We're all adults. Point, We're all adults here. We know what a teapot means. We I don't love, need to just say it. Like, I'm writing in my head now the fucking fanfic of like Edelgard seeing Byleth like packing the tea the like the tea set before their excursion in like 20 minutes, and Edelgard has to go find like uh, somebody to go talk to who's like, wait, the, she, she's ringing the fucking tea set. What am I supposed to do? Uh, like, Petra, you have to tell me what to do. Like, what's, what do I, like, how do I re- react to whatever? Like, the expectations you're, are so high. You're writing a Seinfeld episode about Phylum <laughs> <Final laughs> Three Hopes. Exactly. It's like, it's what like the expect- we've only been dating a week. What, do, what kind of tea do I get them for their birthday? <laughs> I'm, what I'm actually in my head picturing is an episode of Kaguya-sama Love is War where characters were going to ascribe way too much meaning to a thing that is actually not that important to the other person, but they think it's some kind of tr- no, trick. <laughs> but that's a joke for me and nobody. So we can move on from that. Is there an amiibo gazebo? No. There's no There's gazebo. amiibo support. Oh. You can just like scan amiibos and it'll like, you're like, here's some gold. Here's some gold. Here, here's yeah. some items. Yeah. I don't think Nintendo really cares about amiibo anymore. No. I think they're just like... Well, we we might as well put the thing in. Let's we'll unbalance the economy. Who cares? Right. We can pack this in with a special edition of this game, maybe, and that yeah. will sell an extra twenty dollars for on this many copies somewhere. The last cool amiibo thing I saw was playing Bayonetta two, where if you scan amiibos, it'll give you like a message based on the series that amiibo is from. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we got this thing from Hyrule. I wonder yeah. what's up with that. Like that stuff was cool. It's the and fucking then, Psycho Mantis. You like Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. For uh, Fire Emblem, not so much. Fire Emblem just like, all right. If you scan Martha Mario, it does not matter. God, what can you imagine if they gave like Shez a fucking like the Bayonetta Star Fox costume or something like that? <laughs> you remember that stuff? That would be great. I would love if they like just had a they have alternate costumes this game. Okay. But it's as far as I can tell, it's mostly like this is the character with the hat. This is them without the hat. Mm. Or you can make them look like their teenage versions, which always looked a little bit creepy to me. But hmm. Well, there's no romance, really, right? So, there's no romance, yeah. yeah. So dressing people up like teenagers, totally fine. Totally fine. Very normal, in fact. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else major we want to hit? Hmm. LB, it sounded like you were thinking, you were you were pondering, but we've been going I'm for probably pondering. close to an hour now, so. Hmm? I'm still pondering. I mean, it's good. I liked it. It's fun. Yeah. But I, I liked it too. I think it's a little it was, better. I think it's probably the best Musou game. It's still very repetitive, especially if you're going to do every single battle like I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't use the fucking Mercenary. Well, you can only, use, you can only toot your way out on New Game Plus. Yeah. <laughs> but you can just skip battles if you didn't want. Like, if you don't yeah. want to do every single thing on the way to the next story battle, you don't have to do that. 
I, I chose to do all of that in the paralogs and every like fucking hidden cave on the side and all that stuff. And a lot of them, shockingly, very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like in three houses, actually. Like a lot of yeah. those fights are just yeah. basically the same. It's yeah. it's the same problem, honestly, as three houses, where like at some point in three houses, you get to the point of I don't need to be on campus anymore. I just just skip to the end of the month. I'm right. done. I don't need like we're I we're a nuclear weapon of a classroom right now. We don't need any of this. That kind of happens. I want to say like halfway through, uh, three hopes, not to mm. the same extent, like, cause you still need to do some things like facility upgrading and stuff like that. But largely you don't need to really focus on any of it. Or a lot of it does feel time fillery. I, I don't feel that way about the, I never felt that way about Garrick Mock and I don't, didn't feel that way about camp, but mm. if I have to see those same fucking maps again yeah, in the battles, like that's what gets me is like in three houses, like, oh great. It's this lake again on yeah. the right. There's some mages in front of me. There's water and you can go over it if you're a flying unit. And if not, you have to go across these stupid paths and there's a chest that you can't get into because you can only get into it in the paralogue battle. Yeah. And you're just there over and over and over again. There's nothing and they do to the same explore. Thing and there's no new tactics to think about at all. They could, yeah. I mean, and it just is boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's no good auto battle in that game. So you just have to, the fucking auto battle thing where it's like you press the auto battle button and it plays turn. it at like normal speed, but you have to do it for every single turn. So why am I even doing this? It's almost as much work to just like press the buttons normally. I mean, what is nice about this, especially in New Game Plus, um, is if you are doing a battle, like auto battle works really well. <laughs> you can just, do- like, especially if your characters are leveled up enough. Um, you can just go into the menu, the map menu, uh, where you tell people what to do and uh, tell them to go do it. And if they're strong enough, you can just kind of vibe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and they'll just do all the work for you. There's going to be a problem sometimes where I was like, hey, go stop this guy. And then they killed them. It was like, oh, n- not what I meant. Yeah. I feel like th- uh, that only mattered in one battle where okay. I needed to delay someone without actually killing them. So I had to send somebody who they were uh, strong against in the weapon triangle. So my guy was basically just like play fighting. Like, eh, whatever. <laughs> cool. Well, honestly, that sounds like a Musou game. Like to me, it sounds like the modern the modern thing of Musou games. It sounds like they got a lot of stuff right in this one, though, which is always fun. Um, yeah. About like the characters and like they they played with the rope that they were given and and took it as far as they could and i think that sounds really interesting and fun especially as somebody who really likes who i forgot how much i like three houses and those characters like i didn't stick with that fandom the way that i think like a lot of other people just like stuck with that fandom for like years but like i was really into a lot of those characters and those dynamics when that first happened just like everybody else was and like this has reawakened kind of how much i was into like that that world and honestly mm. that's kind of interesting like maybe that'll get me back in at least to try it out yeah i i don't know if they plan to do dlc for this game i'm assuming they don't but they did do dlc for uh age of calamity sure i would like to see like some more like a more interesting like small story campaign like one or two chapters mm-hmm. if you wanted to sure yeah they could patch in a true ending like they've done i mean they did that basically with um 
Fire Emblem Vates, right? That was the thing where it's like you had to play both games or play one of the games. And then there was like the, the DLC that merged the two campaigns because yeah, they sold it the, as like a the DLC version was version. terrible. Like nobody likes it. It is like of the two cam- of the three campaigns, everyone considers it like the worst one. Interesting. I've never. Also, that game is not great in general. But yeah, yeah I, I remember that Fates, I think, like was very hyped and people kind of fell off of it. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't call it a stinker, but of the recent Fire Emblem games, it's probably the, the closest to a stinker. Hmm. Cool. Uh, last question, I think, because we are I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't know if you looked outside. I don't know if you've, you've checked your sundials. It's almost August. Mm. It's fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. August is pretty close to game of the year season. It's close enough to game of the year season that we're, I'm probably I'm thinking about like what is going to be on my game of the year list. And uh, what I'm realizing is so far there are very few games where I feel like that has to be on my game of the year list. It's like Elden Ring and uh, where do you feel like this falls on your game of the year list right now? If at all. I- I think if I put it on my top 10, it'll be towards the back. Like it's, I don't think it's a bad game. I think it's probably the best Musa game. If I can't find 10 better games this year, that's probably not like a super great year probably, but that's just like my own personal preference. Yeah. It's not a 2000 October, 2005 type of year. Not not of that caliber. (laughs) Not an October, like, which is the month of the year. Right. Yeah. The month of the year, 2022, October 2005, the year that, and the year and the month that The Nightmare Before Christmas Oogie's Revenge came out on the PlayStation <laughs> 2 and Xbox. I mean, we all knew where we were when that happened. I actually do. Anyway, <laughs> LV? <laughs> um, it's pretty high. On pretty my, high. Because, I mean, Lord forgive me, it's time to go back to the old me. Yeah, That's where I'm uh-huh. at right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in embrace it. it. I'm embrace in it. it. Um, yeah, no, I love these kids. I love Hell these yeah. characters. Um, I spent so much time in this game and like it got me and nothing else is like nothing else has got me like this this year. What else nice. did I play this year? I don't even remember. Yeah, what else I, was new uh, this year? I don't know. Uh, Elden Ring, which Elden I returned Ring? very quickly because yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> Monster Hunter? Because I fell in that hole. Yeah, because you got <laughs> tricked. You got duped. I got duped into falling into a hole. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Monster Hunter, like, I'm going to play some more of that. Um, it's fun. I like it. But, like... Yeah. I know, honestly, LB, I'm my, These are my Blorbos. Like, yeah. I love these I love these guys. I love these kids. They're... Yeah, I'm a freak about these kids. Watching you be a freak <laughs> about these kids, like, makes me wish that I was a freak about these kids in the same way. Like, I, I wish that I had uh, that kind of experience in a video game or something right now because i really don't have a blurbo game at the moment mm. no I wish I not did. even not even final fantasy 14 uh yeah I, I mean to a certain degree but like my 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 blurbos from final fantasy 14 are not necessarily a going concern in the ongoing story of uh, final fantasy 14 anymore so i'm just kind of like yeah okay i'm i'm curious where things are going but like we haven't really reached the the next phase of the story and stuff with there so, so just you didn't like, get to you know. help emmett sell kill his own dad or anything like that no. recently. Well, that's a different spoiler cast. I have a conversation. <laughs> about. Yeah. Emmett Selk, the guy from Fortnite. Uh-huh. <laughs> Emmett Selk, put Emmett Selk in Fortnite. That will get me to play Fortnite. I'm imagining him flossing. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the, like, he's got the really big butt from the, um, edit 
<laughs> yes, you <laughs> Natalie's version, the fucking yeah. dump, dump truck Emmett Silk. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, put Emmett Silk and fucking um, uh, Xenos in there. Who, who, the actual person they'll put in there, they'll put Ishtola in there eventually. I, I'm calling that now. She'll be playable at some point, but not Emmett Silk, and that's a that's a problem. I will say, okay, my version, uh, now that you said that, uh, LB, I don't have a video game necessarily that, that does that, but they do have that like Academia Eorzea manga that they're putting out only in Japan that I've been reading scanlations of, which is the, what if all the characters from Final Fantasy fourteen went to the same high school together in modern day in Japan, Fantastic. and Silk is their teacher. Fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, that's that's beautiful. I'm so happy for you that you have that. Uh, anyway, I am so happy that all those listeners out there have this episode of 99 Potions. This uh, this year, Fire Emblem Three Hopes spoiler cast. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, or any other show that we do, or any other episode of any thing we do, you can tell a friend. That is still one of the best ways to support us. We don't really do any advertising for channel f or fanbite or 99 potions or anything so y'all should just let people know um that that's a good thing and you can go to fanbite.com read our stuff that is the number one way you can support us in terms of like monetary value right now um you know open up an article leave it open and i get ad revenue it goes directly into my pocket it pays for my cat medication my antibiotics for rumba that we gave him mm. in case he had a fungal infection but i don't think he does i had to spend so much money on cat shots today oh it's terrible They're isn't it so expensive <sighs> why is it cheaper for me to get a shot than it is for my cat it's wild if they make the special smaller needles that's true um, it costs yeah. more yeah. like a computer chip also my cat should get a job so something subsidizes her insurance <laughs> that's that's true yeah yeah, you can click on um, fan by cat content uh, right now. We have an article about where we show we have a YouTube channel in point of fact where we put up a video where we showed all of our cats the the cat game stray a little while ago. You can go to youtube.com slash fanbite and watch our videos. We had a yeah. we also had a three hopes, which is maybe a bit of a smoother segue, but whatever. Uh, we had a three hopes first bite that you can go watch now if you want to see this game in action. And you can go to twitter.com to follow us on at fanbite media to see all the action that we have for every different thing i'm playing a lot of no man's sky right now writing a bunch of stuff be posting that on there where can people follow you if they want to specifically see lb action lb hunk tears follow me on twitter at hunk tears fantastic and how about you imran khan uh you can follow me on twitter at hardamesia uh-huh mm-hmm zomji that's such uh, a wild it, name zomji, that go is there such and a make good sure twitter name Make sure to drag my ass about vaping pepper spray. Well, you heard it from Hardamisia himself. Um, just definitely go there and uh, tweet at that account. You can follow me on Twitter at Miriam Strum, N-E-R-I-U-M-S-T-R-O-M. And you can follow our wonderful producer, Paul, at Polymeo on Twitter. And that is going to do it for us this week. But this is going up on the 99 Potions feed, which means this is enough of a 99 Potions episode. A real yeah. 99 Potions episode, goddammit. Yeah. We get to decide that together as a crew, win and lose, that we are going to walk up to the bar, yes. grab ourselves a tall, winding, blown glass made of fulgurites like in Sweet Home Alabama. And we bring it up to each other and we give it a nice, tasty 
Bye. Bye.